Weekly, 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 weekly ball movement. Weekly, weekly ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Are you talking about softball? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Weekly ball movement. The season is halfway finished. Weekly ball movement is probably 90% finished for the year. <laughs> Certainly emotionally. We're 90% done with this podcast. Emotionally. We're going to be phoning it in from now on. Phoning it in, uh, no longer doing the intense amounts of research and effort that we've been putting in. Uh, but yes, last week was the giant doubleheader. We had two games. It was a 12-hour day. It was a beautiful day, other than the fact that the air was going to kill everyone. But other than that, it was perfect. It was a great day of softball. Ziggy, you were out there all day. You got some impressions for us? It was. It was a horrible air day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Air day. The air was really bad. Mm-hmm. Did you wear your mask all day like I asked you no. to? <laughs> even though, Even though it was like 275. That's okay. You'll you'll probably have like some kind of cyborg lungs by the time you're you're old. No worries. No worries. Yeah, no worries. Did you have fun though? Yeah, I had fun. Not a lot of kids out. Every all the other kids were like, "No, we're not taking our our kids outside today." I only remember a quarter of what happened. You only remember one quarter. Yeah. Oh, the air's already working on That's your brain. That's more than Corey Baker. <laughs> yeah, you might have a pretty solid memory of that day. All things considered, Sarah, you were also out there all day. What do you think? What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? Um, I had a really great time. I love sitting next to the scorekeeper, although it was Quentin in the, <laughs> Quentin while he was playing for two games, so he was over by first base. So. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about some sort of beef with Quentin saying, like, you don't no, have no, a problem no, no, with Quentin. No, no. You have a problem with the absence of Quentin. It's the absence of Quentin that is, it's when Quentin is not nearby Mm-mm. that my life becomes more confusing and difficult and I don't know what's going on and the coaches kept looking at me oh right because they they... thought I was you know they would look at me and they go that's not right (laughs) they would like look around for somebody who looked like they had a clue you were sitting in the scorekeeping chair not keeping I was sitting in a chair I was scorekeeping adjacent (laughs) well uh as you know we're gonna find out if you were paying attention, as we run through Richard White's quiz. Are you ready? A lot of people on Facebook already have done this. I waited. I I have not seen this. This is fresh. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So, again, if you haven't done the quiz, pause. Was that the pause? That was the pause. (laughs) You have to say pause and then pause. You don't go, if you haven't done the quiz, No, no. No spoilers. No spoilers. Okay, but now all the spoilers because we're going to go through the whole quiz. Fantastic. Ziggy, were you paying attention? Oh, boy. Last week's doubleheader saw over 200 runs scored in total. True or false? 200? That's, that can't be true. Sarah but says can't be true. then why would you say that? 14 it could be like 180. Do Talk out loud. Do your process yeah, out loud, you. Ziggy. Um, let's see. So I can't remember the exact numbers, but I'll just go for... Um, let's see, 15 plus 4 equals 19, plus 7 equals 26, plus a random 45. I'm going to go false. You're going to go false? Based on my calculations. Okay. Which are 2.0% correct. Okay. You're I'm right. going to go false, too, because there weren't that many super high-scoring games. Yeah, there weren't. Guess what? I'm going true, and I'm holding the iPad. It's just true. What? Wow. 209 runs in total. I like this little 
GIF or whatever it is. Yeah, he's got some fancy lights. I'm not surprised. Every game was like 19 to 16. 18, 17. Every game was really close. I should have put that in my calculations. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you definitely should have. Yes, you should have. All right, 209 total. Uh, Yeah, if you weren't there, it was a crazy day for offense. Not a whole lot of defense going on out there. We'll talk about that. Good times struggled on defense uh, in one of their games. So we'll talk about that. And actually, like quite a few teams uh, had had struggles on defense. All right, so 209 runs in total. You need to do just the quiz. Yeah. You can't unpack the whole day. Yeah. No, this is going to be the whole episode. It's going to be an hour to do this. It quiz. is? <laughs> yeah. All right. After a few surprising results this weekend, which team is now on top of the league with four wins? The people at this table had better get this right, or you will be sleeping in the rain outside. <laughs> Gee, I wonder who it could be. It's the Hitsters. It's the hipsters. No, oh no, Zeke has to sleep outside. <laughs> your own son, your firstborn son. I know you lost the first game. I did lose the first game of the, the season. That was the tournament. No, no, that was the first game of the season, but I won four. We've won four in a row now. Oh, no, okay, hipsters. The hipsters have won. Our team has won four in a row now. Correct answer, hipsters. Ah. <laughs> take, a, take a thick blanket, my boy. <laughs> a tarp. Take a tarp. <laughs> All right. Which drink was available at the bar for the first time this year? See, yeah, I think you're going to struggle with this one a little bit. Yeah. We've got a picture of a little girl, a city skyline. A little girl. That's Shirley I Temple. I know who the girl is, but he doesn't know who the girl is. I'm not giving it to him, okay? He doesn't even know what it's... Sh- oh, okay. <laughs> There's a tool you would find in a garage and a statue. What is the drink available at the bar for the first time this year? I, I don't know. know. I didn't go anywhere near the bar. You don't know? I didn't go near the bar. I don't know. You guys have to say your answers first. I'm going to go screwdriver. Screw- I'm going screwdriver. It was Caesars. No. We have had mini Caesars in the past. Which one for was For the little- first time this year, honey. You have to read the question well. Which thing was developed at the bar for the first time this year? I'm reading this as if it's for the first time ever. No. For the first time this year. Okay, we're going Caesars then? Yeah, we're going Caesars because that's the right answer. The Caesars is correct. I got it right. I knew all along. (laughs) (laughs) Well, reading comprehension. Not strong. Uh, Which of the following events? Coaches does not have good reading comprehension. Uh, No, I I got beef with the question, but that's fine. Okay. (laughs) Which of the following events did not occur? Corey living up to his name and winning the Baker's blooper. The day ending with a double out, a husband and wife playing against each other, a Hall of Fame induction. Which of these things did not? A Hall of Fame induction happen. occurred. That occurred. You husband saw that. and wife playing against each other occurred. Occurred. Hazuk and Daniel Burke. That's right. Okay. Sorry, what were the other things? Corey living up to his name and winning the Baker's Cooper. The day ending with a double out. You think that's the that's the correct yeah. answer to this question? Yeah. That is the correct answer. Corey did win Baker's blooper. He fell down on his face. It's pretty funny. If you saw it, it was funny. I missed it. <laughs> I saw it. What the hell was I doing? That could it. have possibly been more important than watching Corey Baker fall on his face. Oh, it was pretty funny. He just kind of like skated. His feet just kind of like fell out from yeah. under him. He just kind of skated down to the ground. Oh, I got to find the video. Um, 
All right, what, what are we at here? 50% complete. So far, we're doing good. Weekend Warriors finally scored their first victory of the season. Best in good times by how many runs? I don't know the answer to this one off the top of my head. We one, can... five, ten, or twenty. It was a lot. It's... I'm going to go with a lot. It wasn't twenty, though. I don't it think it was 20. twenty. I think it was ten. I'm going to go ten. I could be wrong. I'm going to go ten. Yeah, I guess. Maybe ten, yeah. Could be twenty. It's not twenty. It's not twenty. It's not twenty. It's not it was 20. <laughs> wow. That's a lot to unpack there. That is a shellacking. Brutal. Brutal. Wow. Moment of silence. Moment of silence <laughs> for good times. All right, I do want to talk about that later because it was obviously an insane game. The final score was 828. Which member of the Dirtbags was inducted into the esteemed Hall of Fame? This no, one, no, this no, guy. No, no. This one. Oh. Yes, it was this one. It was, of course, Greg Devillers. About four years too early, if you're, if we're being honest. <laughs> Make him wait. Okay. Make him stay. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, very fitting. Very fitting uh, induction to the Hall of Fame. Which team scored the exact same number of runs in both of their games? Dirtbags, hitsters, double trouble, or low streakers? I don't know the answer to this oh, one. Oh, I have no idea. I was just looking at the score sheets too, like five minutes before we started, and I don't know the answer. Same to the number of runs, sixteen. Sixteen. Did you score sixteen? No, we scored more than that. I'm gonna go double trouble. You're gonna go double trouble. I'm gonna go double trouble. Yeah, yeah I'm with Ziggy. I don't think it's double trouble. Okay. I think it's dirt. Is it dirt bags? I think it's dirt bags. I'll just do double trouble. Okay, you guys said dirt, double trouble. I'm saying dirt bags. It's dirt bags. Ah! Dirt bags. Dirt bags. 16 runs, not enough in this year's DSL. You got to score more than 16 runs, which is insane. Uh, which of these is not something written on the back of one of Low Strinker's custom shirts? King Groba, Gregular, Immune, or Foxcatcher? Gregular. Yeah, Gregular. No, Gregular is written on Oh, that's Foxcatcher. Fox I think it's Foxcatcher. 100% Fox it's Foxcatcher. I don't know what Fox's shirt says. It's Foxcatcher. That's a good one, though. Good. Word or good question? I don't know. I don't know if that's good or not. Why would Fox if... have Foxcatcher on the back of his jersey? It doesn't make any sense. No. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> um. Uh, which game was this? And we have a picture of some people in a trench. Which game was Trench Warfare? Which game was Trench Warfare? Was the most violent. I don't know. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. You do? The game was like the most like... It was Weekend Warriors versus someone. What's the name of this movie? I don't know. I don't know what this is. Is it... This is who's like World that? War I. Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? I don't know. Some guy. Well, I need to know which... There's like a thousand movies this could be from. Mm-hmm. Who played double... Who played... It could also Warriors? be from a TV show. I don't think it's anything to do with good times. Those are bad times. <laughs> yeah, those are bad times. Time. Maybe that's the hint. Uh, I don't think it has to do with drinkers. Uh, I don't know. It's Weekend Warriors. Let's guess. You weekend think it's Weekend Warriors? Warriors? I don't even so think that was a real was game. That wasn't oh, even a okay. game that happened. Um, I like thinking. Uh, we're guessing game two. We're wrong. It's game one. What was game one? Poster for 1917, which is the score for game one. Ah, wow, that's a deep cut. I didn't understand the structure oh. of the question. Okay. 
Great question. Also, Richard. did not see the first game. Also, didn't watch that movie. So many things <laughs> I'm lacking in was, knowledge. Am yeah. I too old or too young for this question? It's a fantastic question. You stumped us. Completely. Which team shares our name with the 1960s Elvis movie? Dirtbags, Hitsters, Double Trouble, Good Times. It's not Hitsters. Hitsters shares our name with a Norwegian party band. That's right. <laughs> Only a Norwegian party good, band. Is it Good Times? I don't know. It's Double Trouble. Hey. It's not Good Times. Wow, well, we're doing terrible. Yeah, I'm doing well, terrible. I think we're doing like, oh, 7 out of 10, right? Well, well that's pretty good. Or so last time. Well, we did not pay very good attention. Despite umping yeah. two games, playing in two games. And literally sitting behind the catcher for all of them. <laughs> uh, all right, Ziggy. Well, that was great. That was your longest uh, cameo yet. Fantastic. We're doing your media training early. Getting your media trained. Ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He really knows how to handle a toss. He really does. Uh, all right, bud. Anything else you want to say? No. Okay. Go to bed. <laughs> Now go to bed. <laughs> Alright, we're back. Okay, time to break down this massive week that we had. Uh, we got awards, we got DSL Fantasy, we got to predict next week, we got to recap six games. Six games, Sarah. We got whatever you got, whatever you're bringing tonight. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, I'm watching Sarah's eyelids uh, flutter. <laughs> you prepare for an hour of Zach talking, I think. No, I'm here. I'm here. I just, when you said all of that, it, it really did sound like a lot. All right, well, where should we start? Where you do we begin? You know how when you come to class mm -hmm. and your teacher goes, okay, guys, we got a lot to do today. And as a student, you're just like, ugh. That's like the last thing you want to hear your teacher say is we've got lots to do today. Is that true? I thought my students were like hyped when I said that. No, they hate that. I'd walk in and be like, we got a ton to do today. And they're just like, yeah. Everybody hates it's that. It's so full and rewarding. Nobody likes that. Hmm. All right. Well, okay. We on the podcast have a ton to do today. We. Um, yeah. Should we get right into the games? Are you ready to get into the games? Sure. Okay, let's do it. Let's get into the games. Um, let's... Let me find the schedule. Let me find this. I can't remember, obviously. If you're paying attention, I don't have any idea what happened in game one or any of the games. Who played? Uh, okay, first one. Oh, here we go. Good time starts off the, the week. Back-to-back -back losses. They lose to the Drinkers, 19-17. to 17. Wait, sorry. Is that the first game? Mm-hmm. The first time game was Drinkers versus Good Times, and they lost. The okay. second game was Good Times versus Warriors, and Good Times lost. Wow. Talk about a double upset. Now, I believe that I said that on the podcast. Oh, I think we both did. I think we both said that on the podcast. Do, what do you like? Do I win an award or something? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you win an award. What do I win? Nothing. You don't win an award. You have, to do it, you have to do it every week on the Facebook page. There's a trophy. If you're predicting the wins on Corey Baker's Locks of the Week every week and you get the most correct, there's a trophy. If you think I am going to have anything to do with something that has Corey Baker's <laughs> name in the title. You're wrong. Don't worry, Sarah. We're halfway through the season, and the trophy might still end up in this house. Because I'm in the lead. <laughs> I'm tied in the lead with Paul Whitaker. Um, do you, know okay. what, you know what Elvie told me? What? She's very upset at you. 
Why? What did I do? Because your picks were different. Yes, I think I picked those drinkers on the podcast, and then when I got to the Baker's Locks of the Week, I was like, no, I can't pick them. She didn't like that. Well, it worked out really well for me. I got five out of six correct. Not picking the drinkers in their game. Um, all right, well, okay. I guess the, this is an ironclad promise on the, on the podcast now for my picks. Uh, but let's talk about these two games. And uh, It was unfortunate for good times to get beat and get beat so badly especially in the second game. But I think, I want to put this the right, the right way, but as a league, it was sort of like a sigh of relief that we weren't going to have this team steamroll everybody, go 10-0, be unbeatable. Um, it's open. It, you you go got to have something to fight for, you know? Yeah. You got to... The good times is, is just as scrappy as the rest of us. That's right, exactly. Last year at this time, it was already like the rumbles about Game of Thrones about just being like completely unbeatable. Um, and then they just were the rest of the way. So, yeah, I think, unfortunate for good times, it's not fun to get beat by 20 runs, of course. But for overall league health. Overall league health. Um, it was a very healthy weekend for the league health. Uh, <laughs> Apart from the air. <laughs> <laughs> that. But, like, the games were really close. Um, it, it just feels really competitive. It feels like anyone can win, and, and that's really fun when, when that's happening. That's really cool. I think that's, that's really nice. Um, Lowe's drinkers in this game. Uh, Rogers, Ryan Rogers was back. He had a huge weekend. He had a couple home runs, some triples, I think, over the, his two games. Um, what else in this one? Groba. Groba had a good day. Ruben had a good day. Uh, pretty much everybody on Los Drinkers had a good day. Um, and for good times, I mean, it was the same thing for them. They just came up two runs short against the Drinkers. You know, you can't be too mad at that. It was really the next game that was more interesting when the Warriors came out. The Warriors, who have lost two or three games in the seventh inning, they got walked off twice. Um, and they came out and they decided to put up 20 runs. Sarah, I have a statistic for you. I have a fact for you. Are you oh, ready? I'm I know, so ready. I, I know we're ready facts. for facts. I love facts. Okay. In six innings, how many outs can you make? What is the, what is the like? 18. 18, right? You're, if you're playing defense, you want to make 18 outs in six innings, right? Good times against the weekend Warriors. They made eight in six innings. Because Weekend Warriors kept putting up five runs? That's right. One, two, three, four, five innings in a row, Weekend Warriors scored five runs. Maxed out. Wow. So they just, like, beat them. Viciously. 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 Uh, and you know, when I think of the those two coaches, I think vicious. Yeah, you think of people like Maddie Campbell. You think of people like Chris Canella, <laughs> who had a huge game in this one. They're just down in the dirt. Old uh, Kurt Freiberger. If you go to the Freiberger one player of the week, he had a great week. And if you go look at the uh, thing, you're just going to see a picture of a vicious man. <laughs> <laughs> Please go look at this. <laughs> That's an amazing picture. That's a vicious man. Uh, so go check out. <laughs> it was happening, man. Freiburger's picture um, for Player of the Week. Uh, yeah, they just crushed him. Um, 
a couple of things that I noticed in this game. Uh, Rob Jones. Rob Jones back in the league uh, after taking last year off. He had an awesome day. A couple of doubles, which Rob's not running real well. He's injured. Um, but he was hitting the ball so well that he was getting doubles, stand-up doubles. Uh, so Rob Jones, awesome job, Rob. Awesome job, Rob. <laughs> that sounds like something should go on a shirt. <laughs> yes, I did see Rob Jones, and I did see that he was hitting very well. I was very impressed. I love it. I love it. Uh, I love seeing a guy like Rob Jones uh, out there doing his thing, making contributions. Uh, Claude Felter, as well, continued to uh, be amazing at softball. Continued to Claude Felt. Yes. But a little news on Claude Felter. He, he claims he will not be at the championship game because he's having his wisdom teeth out. Are you allowed to say that? Can I say it? I'm saying it now. I'm saying That's it on the podcast. slander. He told. He said it. He told. He was telling everybody. He was telling everybody. Yeah, it's not right. slander or libel or misinformation. It's not fake news. You know, fake news travels six times as fast as real news. You got to be careful so these days. Nobody's gonna listen to this podcast <laughs> because you said something that was true. <laughs> we should have fake news, and then our podcast would spread. Zach, say something. Say some fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it feels like everything we're saying is fake news. It feels like everything we're saying is fake. Um, so, Weekend Warriors, massive, massive week. Good for them. They win two games. They had to be feeling like, uh-oh, or, uh, what's this going to look like? Um, and they go out and they win two games and get claw their way back up in the standings. I disagree. I don't think that they were feeling like, uh-oh, what's going to happen? I think that they were like, here we go. This is our chance. We're going to do it. And then they did it. They had a vision of what they were going to do, and then they accomplished that vision. Let me go down the list and tell you whose heart had turned to darkness. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. Let me give you the names of the people who had absolutely given up and had turned to just simply personal awards on that team. Uh, no, I think you're right. Um, the way they the way they lost those two games uh, or those couple games, you know, you know, you got a big week coming. You know, you got a, a chance, uh, and they did a good job. Awesome for them. I'm happy that we have uh, Sarah parody. Parody. Yes. <laughs> parody in the league. Parody in the league. Remember, there was a year where that was like the thing that everybody loved to say. I think it was because we had like a lot. It was like we every team just, they just kept kept beating each other. One week, one team would look terrible, and the next week, another team would look terrible, and another team would look terrible. It was a weird year. I mean, I feel like I heard multiple people say that on podcasts. At that point, there were like five podcasts in the league. Yeah, that may have been the... Uh, there was all kinds of... There were TV shows. There I were, think there were three or four podcasts that year. Um, which I miss, you know? I was doing something today, and I was like, man, I wish there was a DSL podcast I could listen to right now. So, again, I urge you... Make a podcast. Make a podcast. It's, e it's super easy. Space. Super easy. Give me a call. I'll walk you through it in like two hours. No no biggie. Um, okay, what else we got from Weekend Warriors? Um, I think I said awesome like 400 times. In their second game versus Los Drinkers, the score was 16-15, to 15, but it took the Drinkers scoring seven runs in the seventh inning to get there. Uh, the Warriors were up like 16-8 to eight going into the final inning, uh, and Los Drinkers scored seven runs. Um to pull it close, uh, but ultimately they couldn't do it. And the Warriors go 2-0, uh, while the Drinkers go 1-1. One one. So, 
Sorry, go ahead. So I I have something to say. The the this happens a lot. This thing where in the last inning, mm. one team it just gets like a little fire lit in their buttholes or whatever. Is that the, is that the expression? Yeah, that happens a lot. And then butthole fires. Butthole fires. And then all of a sudden, and when you're on the team that's doing it, you're like, "This is great. This is wonderful." And when you're on the team that it's happening to, you're like, "What is happening? We were doing so well, and all of a sudden things have totally gone to shit." What is that? Just because people go. Oh wait, we're playing a game. We're done warming up. I didn't realize. I'd better play now. Like, what's what's going on there? Do you think, as a seasoned ball player yourself, as a very handsome, mm. Mm, yes, you look my handsome really is nice a big in part this of this shirt, by the way. Uh, what is going on there? I don't really know. I think that, I guess, probably Sarah. It happens. A. Statistically probable amount of times, you know, if you have three games in a weekend, you have six, seventh innings. You're about to tell me that this is just my perception, not a reality. I think it's just your perception. And you finally have an uncapped inning, right? Um, That's the most boring answer. God. <laughs> I can't believe somebody gave you a podcast. Actually, Dara, I think if you look at the statistics... You will well, okay, wait. Let me try again. Not that special. Let me try it again. Happen. Let me try again. There is no magic in the world. Let me, let me try Everything again. Everything is boring and dumb. In the heart of every individual <laughs> is a is a is a shard. Okay, a sh- it's a broken shard. A shard. <laughs> yeah, and when you bring a group of individuals together <laughs> to form a team, often those shards will connect. And sometimes in the seventh inning of a game, you get into like a Power Rangers mode where you climb into like some sort of extra uh, beast mode. Those shards fuse together and uh, a power simply radiates through you that causes you to score 14 runs and totally demoralize the other team uh, that you're playing against. Um, yeah, And yes, we do. We walk around with these shards inside of us every day in our hearts. Looking for the team to connect with, to bring the best of ourselves out. Is that a better answer? Was that so hard? <laughs> God. Uh, ultimately, the low streakers rally fell short in the seventh inning. Um, man, the the low streakers score sheet is crazy. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. All right, that's really boring. I'm not gonna. I'm not let's, gonna go into that. Let's all listen while you look at your phone. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna stare at box tiny boxes while I while I chat with you. Um, okay, so first half of the day is done. We don't have a team who has zero wins. That's fantastic because the drinkers and the warriors both won a game. We don't have a team that's five and0. That's pretty good. I feel bad for good times because they got beat. Um, and they played well in the first game, second game they just were. It was tough. Tough, 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 tough. Couldn't get any outs. You know, in every single game... And this is this is about the shards? This is true. 100% of the games played, uh-huh. one team will lose mm-hmm. and one team will win. Wow. That is... Yeah. But sometimes you get crushed and sometimes you played really well and it just... You ran out of time. Good times have one and one. They played well in the first one and then they got crushed. Um, but they didn't win. 
Yeah, I know. But they played okay. You know? Maybe they play 10 innings, maybe they win. You heard it here, folks. We're advocating for 10 innings. <laughs> Breaking news. Podcast that calls for 10 innings. I do not advocate for that. All right, let's look at the award winners that came out of this set of games. We've Wait, got a couple. Yes. Because I do know one. You do know one? And I, I, this, I want to play my clip. Yep. Because what is that one? Can you say what it is? Height. Hit of the week. Okay, so before you say it, I want to play... Don't say the person's name. Don't say the person's name. Okay. You have a clip for us? I have a clip for oh, you. Oh, some reporting. You did some reporting. <laughs> I was. You said to me, Sarah... You did some journalism. You said, Sarah, to interview some new players. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't want to do that. That sounds terrible. Uh-huh. And you said, just do three. Uh-huh. Ask them just a couple questions. Who are you? Where are you from? Yep. And I was like, great, I can do that. I can do three. How You want to guess how many I did? I'm going to guess you did one. I did one. Mm. All day. Compromise. But good job. I picked a good one. So okay. So here it is. All right. We're going to listen to it now? Yes. Okay. Hopefully this works. Hopefully this works. All right, here, Olivia, real quick. What's your name? Olivia. Where are you from? Liverpool. How's the league going for you? Your first year in the league. I love it. Everyone's so nice and I'm getting better. All right, thanks. Truly, truly hard-hitting journalism. The questions don't matter. What matters Uh is the just absolute loveliness Mm. of the voice Mm -hmm. and the just how pure it was that right at the end she goes, I think I'm getting better. And what did she do? She she go four for four in that game. Uh, I think so. She she crushed them. Greener was saying she should get hit of the week for all of her hits because she killed them. She went three for three. Three, three for three. Three singles, three runs. Probably would have gone four for four if she'd had a fourth that bad. Five for, in the ten inning game. She goes five for five. Yeah, in the ten inning game that we're gonna start doing and got height hit of the week. Olivia Thompson. Yep. Wow. She had five hits. Five hits, five for six this week. Amazing. Yeah, uh, they're really working with them on that team um, to help them make contact uh, and get on base. And that's it. They're making contact to get on base. Olivia, she really uh, helped crush good times in that game. You know, I have I have been known to say, uh, because I think frequently the bottom of the lineup has a lot of big feelings about their... <laughs> You know, they're at bats. Mm-hmm. And I will hear them say, like, oh, you know, like, I didn't, I, I messed up or whatever. And I always say, listen, if your team is relying on you for the game-winning hit, a lot of other people have messed up. Mm. However, when the bottom of your lineup looks like that, it sure helps. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, so in this game, in that game three... The kind of bottom half of Los Drinkers lineup scored one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight runs. Uh, and that's wow. just, that's a lot. That's a big deal. Um, and you'll notice if you like flip through the score sheets really quickly, you'll notice that usually the winners have runs in the bottom of their lineup. And the losers will have a lot of runs in the top and then nothing in the in the bottom. And so that comes down to, you know, making sure you have 
A good lineup. A good lineup, you know, from the from the um, manager's perspective. Uh, and then also, you know, like pitching as well. Um, making sure that your pitchers are giving the bottom of the lineup like five really good chances to hit the ball. You probably would tell me that what I'm about to say is not in any way exceptional that given a look at any range of six games, I would see this. But Mm -hmm. I felt like the pitching was a little wonky on Saturday. It's been wonky all year. Has it's it been just wonky not particularly. All year? It hasn't been great. Why don't you say. guys know what the hell you're doing? The only person who knows how to pitch in the whole league is Greg DeVillers. He will tell you over and over and over again that that is the case, that that is true. Do you think that's true? He is really good. I've umped a lot more games this year, and when you're umping, you really do get a sense of like how difficult the pitcher is making it for their hitter. Because mm. you can see, you're like, that's a bad one, that's a bad one, that's a bad one. And then you're like, oh my, we're on pitch four here, and this person hasn't had a good one. Um, so DeVillers is good. I'd say Richard Garland is really good. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Paul and I pitch for our team, but I don't think either of us is particularly great at it. Uh, it's hard. It's very hard. Um, and I think that that really is important for the bottom of the lineup, to have pitchers who can like just groove five, five in there. Yeah, because the bottom of the lineup doesn't tend to have the experience to to be able to see a bad pitch coming before it's too late, I think. Yes, that's part of it too, right? And you don't want people swinging at pitches over their head. Uh, You don't want people swinging at pitches that are bouncing. But, you know, the best way to avoid that is to not do that as the pitcher, really. Um, So, yeah, yeah, I think that's a pretty good observation that, that there's been some struggles with the pitching. Listen, pitchers, just be better, okay? You're pitching Not to easy. your own team. I always liked Eric Nash. Eric Nash was always a great pitcher. Yeah. You are pitching to your team, but it's still tough. I don't know. Um, what else we got from this one? Max Just light a fire in your buttholes about it. <laughs> Max Player of the Week was Freiberger. Kurt Freiberger. Uh, awesome week for him. I thought also Ganella could have been Player of the Week. He had a huge week uh, offensively and defensively. He did really well. Uh, but actually, Ganella won... Terra Teammate of the Week. We have some new award, Terra Teammate of the Week. Is that really a picture of Chris Ganella? I don't think that's actually Ganella. I think that's Photoshop of somebody from the 1960s, a baseball player from the 1960s. I don't know who this person is, so somebody post it in the comments of the podcast. Uh, but that does look like Ganella. It's a Ganella adjacent. Ganella adjacent. Uh, Ganella, the clone from the 60s. Um, okay, so that's the first half of the day. I think big first half of the day, important first half of the day. Fantastic. Are you moving on? I'm moving on. Okay. Do you have something else to say? Before you move on, yeah. this you Go. Did, did you ever post about the sunglasses? <laughs> no. Okay, we have found some Ray-Bans at the field. I have them in the car. If they're yours, let me yeah, know. Yeah, they were nice. They're not Matt Frizzicaro's fake Thailand Ray-Bans. No, they're which not. Which were flo- floating around. I think they're the kind that Baker is wearing. They might be his. Maybe they are Baker's. Oh, God, I hope so. Ooh, they could be. That's the oh, style of them. Double blooper. Baker forgot his sunglasses. <laughs> ah, silly Corey. All right, anyway. Um, second half of the day. Second half of the day. Second half of the day. The Hitsters take the field. The Hitsters storm the field, winning two games. Start winning and don't stop. I'm afraid to mention this because I feel like I'll jinx my team. Don't do it then. Don't do it. 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 
All right, I'll save it. I'll save it for a couple weeks. You write it down on a piece of paper. Oh, no, I won't forget this. And then we'll... No, no, no. We're going to do that thing where we, like, we like write the date on the... Oh, okay. You know Put it I mean? in an envelope. Yeah. All right. That's okay. a very visual medium. Works real well on the podcast when you hold up that piece of paper. And people go, oh, my God, it's the same one. Um, all right. In this one, uh, start off at 4 p.m. with Hitsters versus Dirtbags. Hitsters win 19 to 16. Hmm. We almost lost this game. I got to tell you, Sarah, we were up. Um, let me see if I can find it. Yeah. In the fifth inning, it was 18 to 5. 18 to 5. We were up by 13 runs in the fifth inning. And the game ended 19 to 16. Why? Because somebody's butthole was on fire. Yeah, DeVillers. Yeah. <laughs> But you mentioned, Sarah, that I was very intense. In the, did you? Was it this game that I was very intense, or was it the other game? Listen, it was a long time ago. It was three days ago. <laughs> I felt like it... Uh, I can't remember. Maybe both. I think it was both games. I just felt like you were... I've seen... I've seen coaches coaching teams that... One team in particular that didn't win a game all season. And that coach was like as loose as can be. Mm -hmm. You weren't acting like a guy who was winning. Mm -hmm. You weren't like a mean or anything, but. Um, Yeah, I've just, I've been in a a lot of games that you're ahead and everything starts to, everything looks really good. And then your team just completely falls apart. And so I was trying to like keep my keep my team in it because I knew the dirtbags could score a lot of runs. Well, it worked. You, that was good. Maybe you did the right thing. Yes. I mean, you definitely did the right thing. Because in the past, like, I've just been, like, very chill. Like, I try to just be very chill and just... Tra-la-la. Yeah. But this time I was like, no, no, I'm going to actually bring some intensity. Uh, even though we're up 18 to 5, it looks really... Sh- it looks honestly shitty. Because <laughs> it's 18 to 5 and you're yelling and, and like, come on, we can do this. Um, it was something like that. It was like there was a huge disparity in the in the scores, and you you were like, "Come on, guys, we need some runs here." And I was like, "I mean, my, sure." The very first the very first playoff game I was ever in, we were ahead eight to one after like the third or fourth inning, and we were just like cruising, and I just, I felt so good, and we lost like twelve to eight or fourteen to eight or something. And on that day, I vowed I will never feel good again. No. <laughs> I did it like 15 more times probably where I lost the game that I was way up. Um, but yeah, it felt good not to lose that one. Um, but yeah, we were up 18 to 5. Like our defense came out. When our defense is going really well, it's very hard to score runs. I have, the hitsters have, I have the luxury of so many outfielders. I have, I believe, eight outfielders who've made catches in the outfield this season, which is just uh, incredible. Maybe it's only seven at this point, but... Uh, Michael Berry's back and he's going to get his. He'll be the eighth. So, uh, yeah, that's really nice. And it just takes a team like the Dirtbags and keeps them to five runs in five innings and then gives up 13. Really, it was the infield, uh, myself included, myself especially, that kind of became sieve-like. Um, <laughs> but in that game... Uh, in that game, who had a good game? I think it was Johan in that one. Johan came out, had that home run over the fence. That was huge. The guy's just very strong. 
Softball is just easy for him. The only just easy. hitster with a hoodie. The only hitster with a hoodie. We're going to remedy that. Sorry, we're going to remedy that. But again, you look at this one, four runs from the bottom of the lineup. Pretty good. You'll take it. Um, and that helped. That was the difference in the game, Sarah. Wow. That was the difference in the game. Uh, on the dirtbag side, Chris Berry just continues to be insane. Um, I know very few people care about this, but the fantasy points, Chris Berry was by far the leader this week. He had uh, an amazing number of points. I don't, I don't know exactly what 40 points, if that means anything to anyone. How many did I have? Oh, you had zero. You oh, had as zero. a player. As a player, you had zero. <laughs> so, for example, like Sorry, I... I misunderstood what you were saying. I had a good week. I had a couple home runs, whatever. I scored 32 points. Uh, Chris Berry, he scored 41. He crushed everyone this week. So he was amazing. He's He looks to me like... I'm going to say it, Sarah. I'm going to say it. We're halfway through the season. I think it's time. Chris Berry looks like he could be the MVP. You think he's MVP material. Yes, most valuable Berry. Chris Berry. Yeah, he looks insanely good. He's... Almost impossible to get out. Almost impossible from from keeping to a single. Um, so he looks awesome. He had a huge one in this one. Uh, da, da, da. Who else? I like that yellow team. Yellow team's got a problem though. Jose is having surgery on his knee and not sure when he's gonna be back. Couple weeks. He says two weeks. So maybe it's not that big of a deal. But kind of a bummer for them um, to be losing Jose. What else we got? Uh, what else do we got? Now we go to Double Trouble. Double Trouble gets on the field. Hitsters versus Double Trouble. Hitsters end up winning 21-15. to 15. This was a really weird game to play in. Oh? Yes. Because my team was scoring runs really, really fast. We hit six home runs. We scored five runs three times. And it took us... Seven at-bats, five at-bats, seven at-bats. So we were, like, hitting for, like, ten minutes, scoring five runs, hitting home runs, and then we're on. Then we're, we have to go play defense. And while we're playing defense, double trouble is just killing us with singles. They're just single and single, and then we're making errors, and then we're making errors, and then we're making errors, and single, single, single. And it feels like they're batting through their lineup every inning, and, like, there's just... It felt like we were losing the whole game because our defense was just not playing very well. And they just kept hitting. They had all this momentum. It really felt like they were doing really well. And then you would be like, how many runs is that this inning? And they would be like, three. Double Trouble scored three. So I think that's the thing for Double Trouble is like they're getting on base. They're getting a lot of hits. They're getting tons of singles. But each of those runs, it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of hitters to get each of their runs. Whereas for my team, the hitters, like it was just like, boom, five hitters, five runs, gone. And so it, doesn't, it didn't feel like we were really, I don't know. At one point, we were ahead, I think, 16 to 14, and it didn't even feel like we were in the game. It felt like we were getting blown out because their offense was just on the field for so long, and they just kept hitting. But then, you know, you're just like, that was two runs. That was three runs. So um, I think that's that's kind of seems to be the struggle for double trouble. They can't. It just takes so much effort for them to, to put up a lot of runs. Tim Warner's money balling. Yeah, he... Oh, yeah. for nine innings. Seven. 
No, what I'm saying is he needs two extra innings. Oh, <laughs> yes, he might need two extra innings, yes. Um, but yeah, exactly. He's got all these players that find ways to get on base and single and things like that, but, but nobody who's hitting it over the fence um, and putting that fifth run on the board for him. <laughs> and honestly, it was the same thing in the second game against the Dirtbags. The... That 8 p.m. game, which was a really great... Oh, it was a great game. Um, Double Trouble, same thing. It was 19-16 final. They beat the Dirtbags 19-16. An awesome, awesome game. Um, but And same thing. You're watching the Dirtbags, and you're like, the Dirtbags really should be beating them. But the Dirtbags couldn't field. They couldn't, they couldn't get a bunch of outs in a row. They just kept giving up these singles and singles and singles and these rallies, just rally after rally after rally for double trouble. And double trouble, like, squeezes 19 runs out of the dirtbags, really. That's how it felt. Um, what was your response? You had some response to, to the mention of this game. Oh, well, there was some shenanigans at the end. Yeah? Shenanigans? There was, a, I think... Um, I think the coaching team of the Dirtbags did not see eye to eye on what the runners should do. Uh huh. Uh huh. And I saw <laughs> I saw Corey Baker leaving after, and his eyes were the size of saucers. I was going to say something like light and funny to him uh-huh. because I enjoy a good Corey Baker interaction from time to time. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, on the verge of, of some little quip and get wild-eyed. Corey Baker looks at me he's like, I got to get out of here before <laughs> they kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, the dirtbags. So this one ends with a play at the plate. Uh, Tomas, the speedster power hitting Tomas, gets thrown out at the plate trying to uh, stretch a home run. At this point, the dirtbags had scored four runs. And how many people were on base behind Tomas? Tomas, Tomas, it was a ball that Tomas hit. So there's no one behind him. Oh, okay. But Greg DeVillers was on deck. That's right. Greg DeVillers was on deck. So Tomas would have been the 17th run, which would have put them two runs down. DeVillers would be the 18th run. So even with DeVillers, you still... So Tomas is one out. Even if Tomas makes it, you had one out to get... One out to get two more runs or three more runs. So there's no reason for Tomas to go because his run, it really doesn't matter. He's going to score or the team is going to lose, right? So there's no reason to send him. But they sent him. And Derek Bergen threw another just monster throw home um, and got Tomas by like a foot. I was umping and I made the call. And I'm confident in the call. I was confident in the call at the time. Um, And I went back and watched it on video. And it was like unbelievably close. But you'll notice that Tomas, he held up for like three steps as he came around third base. He like looked to find Bergen. Um, or to look to see where the ball was mm-hmm. and slowed down. And then he, like, accelerated. Um, and that was what kind of cost him. And then just shouldn't have sent him, right? It's not really on Tomas. It's on Corey Baker um, to hold him up, right? Because you're not looking. You're not supposed to be looking. You're just supposed to be running. Um, and then also the other thing I want to say 
It was a really, really close play. As the there's always some debate about like, do you touch home plate? Do you have to touch home plate when you come home, right? Do you touch that safety bag? You don't have to touch it, right? It's a line. You just have to cross the line. But as an umpire, I I think this is right. I'm going to say something and then people who know more than me might be like, no, that's dumb. Don't do that. But what I do as an umpire, what I think you're supposed to do as an umpire is you're supposed to watch the person's foot and listen for the sound of the ball in the glove. Okay? So if I'm watching your foot, I'm waiting for it to come down on the plate. It's really hard to see an invisible line stretched out across the plate. And so if you have a question about whether or not you should step on that safety bag, I would step on the safety bag because most of the umpires are looking for your foot to touch the ground so that then they can make the call. It's just really, really hard if you're like in midair. Like if your arm is reached, if you stretch your arm out or something or you lean your head forward, does that count as like ticker tape? I, I don't know. It's hard to tell. And so in that situation, I think Tomas would not have been safe regardless, but he didn't touch home plate and it just visually makes it difficult for the, uh, for the umpire to kind of that bang-bang call that's happening so close. So I would say make sure on those really close ones that you touch that safety bag so it's a little bit easier for the umpire to make the, make the correct call. Um, How on earth is somebody running for their life from third home going to make the calculation, I think this one's going to be close, I'd better put my foot on the safety bag. Then just always put your foot on the safety bag. But then you're running crooked. <laughs> <laughs> you're running at a slight angle, but you're not running crooked. It's further. It's not further. We measure it. We measure it. it. It's measured on a circular thing. Or we're supposed to. I think there was some debate about it being way too close to third base this week. Um, anyway, uh, the hit that Tomas had was amazing. Tomas had another amazing game. Um, and the dirtbags were really rallying. Uh, Dalila, fantasy superstar Dalila... Dalila was on every single person's fantasy team this week. There were seven teams. She was on every team. The secret is out about Dalila. And I think she was then the most valuable player, or the second most valuable player in fantasy. Um, so Dalila had a great, a great game, a great week. Uh, Barry had a huge week. Corey Baker was decent. Uh, looking at this score sheet, the bottom four for DeVillers in this game, DeVillers, Hannah, Robin C. Katz, and uh, Michael. I'm blanking. Michael Berkeley, no runs. They didn't score any runs. So the bottom of his lineup did not score any runs. And DeVillers was down there. So anyway, um, this was a fantastic game. Back and forth. It was really close. But it was that feeling again of double trouble. Just like single, single, single. Paper cut, paper cut, paper cut. Death um, by a thousand cuts. That's double trouble. And then also on defense, it's like totally the Derek Bergen show. His range is unbelievable. His arm is unbelievable. Um, he's super, super good. Do I need to be worried? <laughs> no, no. And he's super fast, Sarah. Did you see how fast Bergen was? He's, he's, he's fast, yeah. You, you, he's faster than he looks. He caught Michael Berry, like, kind of dancing off, off first base, and he closed on him from, like, second base, and Barry had about four steps to get back to first base, and Bergen just, like, closed on him and tagged him out before he could get back to first base. It was like... Wow. Uh, like, I don't know. It's just very, very fast for, for... He's not a small man. He's not a small man. He'd be an amazing linebacker. Terrifying linebacker. Uh, a guy that big that can move that fast. 
Um, if we turned this into a football league, we'd all be dead in the first. Are you going to play in the football league if we turn it into a football league? No, I don't. Running want back, Sarah Poe. I don't want to die. I'm afraid of the ball. When there's a net, I'm sitting by my own plate, the ball comes, and I go, Ugh. I was talking to somebody, we should add a new skills competition thing. One person stands on first base, and then we see who can run and push them the farthest into the net. And I think Bergen and Bergen and Paul Whitaker would be my votes. That's oh, a terrible idea. It sounds fun, though, doesn't it? It sounds fun for me to watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think it sounds fun for whoever's getting pushed into Let's the have net. Corey Baker be the person that gets pushed. Uh, he'll just go flying through the air. Um... Yeah, so poor dirtbags, man. DeVillers was not happy at the end of this one. He was frustrated. He was having some big feelings. Yeah. It would have been a frustrating game to manage for him. You know, men are just really emotional. And they have, (laughs) you know, they're emotional creatures. and That's true. Their hormones make them all crazy. Uh, Yeah. Who can say? Make who can say what they want or you know what's going on in their minds? <laughs> um, so, Sarah, at the end of this week, the season is halfway finished. The hitsters are on top, four and one. I gotta look at the rest. I don't know the rest. Bunch of people are three and two. How rude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, double trouble and good times are three and two. The dirt bags, weekend warriors are two and three, and low drinkers are one. And four. Um, yeah. So far it looks good. I think after, maybe after next week, we'll start talking awards. Still still a little early. I got my Chris Berry MVP little thing out there, but a little early. Uh, next week, after next week, when things slow down a little bit, Sarah. So be really excited at home. Be super excited. I know who should get the media award. Yeah. Yeah, me. <laughs> can you invent that award? And I thought I we had it. one. Oh, do we? No, maybe Dustin wanted to put one in so he could get it. I think he wanted it. Well, he's gone. Yeah, he wanted to put it in so he could win it, I, I'm pretty sure. I think. I can't remember. For my hard-hitting uh mm, That was a interviews. really good interview earlier. We really got to the bottom of some things. I really... Olivia was sweating <laughs> with my hard-hitting questions. <laughs> she's nervous right now. She's very nervous about what she said. <laughs> Uh, and how she came off in that interview. Oh, so good. All right, Sarah, let's, let's, I don't know what we're doing tonight. Let's get through this. Um, we have more to get through? Oh, yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. Uh, next week, one more week of games before we take, take a week off. Good times, drinkers, hitsters. Whoa, good times. I gotta go to bed. Drinkers, hitsters. We might have a schedule change here, folks. <laughs> God, how do you feel about yourself right now? Terrible. (laughs) Truly terrible. Go on. I mean, I guess you can understand how, like, famous sports announcers can do it all the time, right? Because they're, like, commenting on things that people think are important, and they make money, and they're, like, it's their job. But there must be guys out there who just are, like, what the fuck am I doing? (laughs) you can now fully identify. I fully identify. Because you have this podcast. Yeah, when the regional baseball radio announcer is uh, pitching the upcoming (laughs) hot dog night games. Come on down to the ballpark, folks. We're going to have hot dog. And then the mic cuts and he's just like, fucking kill me. Just (laughs) 
Um, all right, anyway, I identify with that guy now. Okay, Sarah, but for real, let's preview this for real. Let's go with some in-depth, deep analysis. Good times versus dirtbags. As I said, dirtbags is not going to have Jose. I don't know what good times situation is. There is like some kind of military tournament. So military might be on... Gone. I just don't Gonzo. see good times losing three in a row. Do you think Greg makes some adjustments, figures things out? To Villers? Yeah. What did I just say? You think you can't see good times losing three in a row? Oh, okay. Uh, do I think DeVillers makes Do you see yeah. dirtbags losing <laughs> three in a row? He tells Corey Baker to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first order of business Number one adjustment. Is Corey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> the base coaching thing is so funny because people will volunteer to base coach. They'll be like, yep, yep, I will go base coach. Or get like drug into the base coach. But there's actually like something to it. <laughs> <laughs> or even just like kind of be standing there and then you just assume they're the base coach but then you know no one they don't do anything and so it's like uh oh uh so anyway um yeah base coaching is so yeah i do think i do think that all right so you're going with greener you think greener is going to figure this out greener is going to make the adjustments yeah yes good times is going to win yeah, that's mm, what I think. I'm going to go dirtbags. I'm going to go dirtbags. I think DeVillers. You know something about Corey Baker's no mouth. I just think that they match up They match up better than it looks like, than you might think. Uh, Chris Berry's having an MVP season. Chuck is having an insane season as well. Um, so Chuck's those two. on the other team. I know. But, you know, a lot of times you might just say, oh, they got Chuck. They're going to win. But Do you think Chuck ate all those cheese puffs? What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> the cheese puffs that he won. He won the cheese puffs? Well, he won them or somebody gave them. Chuck ended up with the cheese puffs. Nah, he didn't eat them all. They were still there at the end of the night. What happened to him? Alex got them. No. He probably still got them. Let's share them with you. No, I'm sure he ate them all by now. Do you oh. know what I heard? Overheard? I wanted to start... I can't take notes. We all need to let that go. But if I took notes, mm. I'd have a little note category of overheard at the field. Okay. And one thing I overheard, Alex Greenthumb, was like <clears throat> kind of storming out of the clubhouse going, you don't know how much I eat. You can't imagine how much I eat. <laughs> He's like storming off, I think, to the bins to pull food out. Dude's a eater, man. Dude's a eater. Apparently uh, he eats a lot. I really appreciate what he does. Me too. Because like at the end of the thing, we can just be like, "Hey, man, there's all this food. Do you want to take it?" Like hot we dog buns. we had a table full of food, and we always do after the potlucks, right? People just kind of like bring food, and then they just kind of like wander away and go, "Hmm, I wonder who's that is," right? Um, and Alex always will take it and eat it, and just, it's very helpful because then we don't have to throw it away. And I always feel really guilty and bad when I'm like just throwing things away at the end of the night and Alex is there to take care of it. Um, so fantastic. Uh, okay, wait. We've got off track. So you're going good times. I'm going dirtbags. I'm going yellow. I think Shane Dwan's going to be back. I think he's going to have a huge one. I think Neil's going to be back. He's going to have a huge one. And Robin Seacats is really close, Sarah. He's so close. He's just so long in all the directions. His arms he's, go out. He's so his, close to figuring out the head hitting. Goes up. He's very close. He's really he's he's on it. And once he figures it out, he's just gonna be crushing the ball because he has a ton of power and he has a really good swing. He's just like a half step out in front. Once he, he walks slow, but he runs fast. Pretty great. Pretty great. That's C Cats. 
All right, so I'm going Dirtbags. Uh, they're the home team. Second game, Double Trouble versus Los Drinkers. I think this game actually might get moved to four so that Ruben can come. Tim is really nice. Tim is a nice guy. Because you might just say, nope, sorry, Ruben. Your team's got to play without you. Although we are trying to avoid a situation where a team doesn't have enough players. So uh, trying to help that team make sure they have enough people at the field. Oh, so Double Trouble Los Drinkers for realsies this time. For realsies this time. This is the matchup that didn't happen. The matchup... Now, if Tim was really nice, really, really nice, he would double the outcome of this game and replace the forfeit. What? Oh, I see. So if, if they win, they got two wins. If he was really nice. But that's... that's <laughs> No, that's just dumb. That would just be dumb. Of Tim. Yes. Yeah, that Tim's would... Tim's not a dummy. But he's nice. <laughs> he's not a dummy. Uh, all right, so he's this game... smart. They're wicked smart where he's from. Oh, here's a question, They Sarah. got apples. In the last game, he was supposed to be the home team. And now he's the away team. Should he get the benefit of now being the home team again? I don't know why you're trying to... You just are like... With you're like, I want to get in there and get people all riled up about some bullshit. Like, who should be home this time because of what happened last week? Two weeks ago, whatever. That is gone. That happened. It's over. That is the past. You need to live in the present. Thank God you're here. Thank God you're here to rein this in. Rein this chaos in. Uh, all right, so who you got in this one? I got double trouble. What did I say? I don't remember what I said I like five minutes ago. I don't know. Um, I got double trouble singling this team to death. I am going to say... Singling the drinkers to death. Los drinkers. You're going with the drinkers? See. Si. Interesting. I'm going to say Quinn Walker has a huge game. Quinn Walker came up like three times with the bases loaded in our game, and I think he ended up the, with one RBI on the night. Just a fun Quinn Walker fact for you. I do like fun Quinn Walker facts. They're all fun. Every fact about Quinn Walker is fun. Um, kind of a cranky guy sometimes, huh? <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Yeah? Sometimes, yeah. And uh, he gets hangry. Maybe, maybe. He gets hangry for those rubies that he left out there. I love the bunch of rubies like out there. Every time I saw him, he was like, oh, "Go, bases are loaded again. Why is it always me?" <laughs> Isn't that what you want? You don't want that. It's too much pressure. What's the deal with no. that? Well, as the night went on, it became too much. <laughs> uh, but of course, I think you'd want that. I think Quinn would want that again. I One think. of my favorite coworkers. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. We're coworkers with Quinn. We're uh, technically coworkers. We work in the same university with Quinn. Technically. Um, I've never seen him there. But, Me neither. I've uh, never seen him there. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, so you got drinkers. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. last game of the day, Hitsers versus Weekend Warriors. Did the Weekend Warriors, did they run through all their hits? I also think Claude is not going to be there. Oh, and Jesus for our team, I think, is not going to be there. Military's got a tournament, and I think those two are going. That's my impression. So we don't have a shortstop. They don't have a left fielder and a... Um, power bat I think that hitters will win mm-hmm. if you don't do that thing where you play really well the first five innings mm-hmm. and then chill out for and watch yourself lose for two yeah 
I think that that's right. I think we have to play like a full game. You got to keep your eyes clear. Clear eyes, warm hearts. What is it? Hard heads, warm heads. Harm, hard heads, warm heads. Yeah. <laughs> what does he say? What's that show? Friday Night Lights. Clear eyes, warm hearts. Is that what it is? Tall hearts. Clear no, it's farts. it's obviously warm heads, clear heads, or whatever you said. Um, yeah, I think that's really great advice. Seven innings. You get out there, you go out there for seven innings. And you give it everything you've got for seven innings. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we can wear this as a shot. If they're missing Klaufeld or that stuff, their outfield, uh, he's, he's a big part of their outfield. Um, but you got to give a speech with a Texas accent. For the Klaufeldter thing? No. He's from North Carolina. No, no. Oh, the Friday Night Lights thing. And it can be a... a... <laughs> I was wondering why I would make a speech in a guy's accent who was gone on the other team. That's, that's so weird. You're like, guys, I can't do it. No, I don't think you can do it. Um, ha. That's Woody. Um, that's just Woody. That was just a Woody accent. <laughs> so I got to go Histers again. Honestly, honestly, I got to go Histers again. I think Warriors has a good team, but... Um, Zach. Honestly. I will always pick your team. I love it. Even when your heart is telling you something else. Sarah. I'm looking at that. That weekend Warriors was looking pretty good last... 28 year, runs. Last 28 <laughs> runs. Last week. They got hitters. They got lots and lots of hitters. I'm not going to be there, though. <gasps> so. Oh, that's right. I'm going to have both kids. Um, it's also looking like rain. Thoughts on the rain? Um, Don't comment on the rain. That's super boring. All right. Um, <laughs> Sarah, that's it. I don't know exactly. You know what? We had some steam. We had some momentum to start the season. I thought you were going to say for this. I was at this podcast, but then we lost it. Oh, no. Just for the podcast in general. We're running out of it. We're running out of that steam. But we did outlast Corey Baker. Corey Baker, he did not. His high was higher. But his time was shorter. What? What are you talking about? Did he have a podcast? No, he had his locks of the week thing. But he only did like two weeks of it. He can't maintain that level of creativity. You gotta set a lower bar. Don't set the bar so high. Dude's got ten good jokes a year. Phone it it. in, man. Phone it in. Um, That's it. We did it. We nailed it. We did another hour. Put in a song. Upload this bad boy. We're done. Oh my god, it's so late. The league is happy. The four people that listen to this are entertained. Are they happy? Does anyone care? I think Kyle's probably going to be listening to it while he's doing the Appalachian thing. Do you think he's going... Oh, I have a question for Kyle. He going just... Is he raw dog in the world? Just like no, no, no (laughs) headphones. No, you know, just, just clean mind. Just his mind and the Appalachian trail. Or is he going headphones? That's the question. That, that is I not have. called a raw dog in the world. 100%. That is not called a raw dog in the world. It 100% is. That's just a person <laughs> walking. No. You Sarah, don't look no, at no, everyone no, 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 without no. headphones yes, and you go, do. look at that motherfucker, raw dog in the world. Yes, you do. 100%. He in the world are, could get an STD. That's not safe. And it's disrespectful. No, if you walk for more than about eight minutes without headphones, you're putting yourself through something. You're going through an ordeal. And this guy's talking about walking on the Appalachian Trail. So, 
Uh, is it like a no headphone thing where you're like, no, I'm going to be in touch with nature. I'm not going to put on... Uh, what, what, what kind of music do you think? A condom. <laughs> a nature condom. A mental health condom. <laughs> put on that new Goose album and uh, just jam. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm very curious about that. So anyway, Kyle's probably lit. If Kyle isn't... Fraud-talking nature. <laughs> he's probably listening to this. And he's probably listening all the way through, right? Because you need lots and lots of content. Well, Kyle, I hope we gave you a chuckle. <laughs> I hope we gave you and your raw dog and rambling and self. Uh, so anyway, um, that's it. Oh, man. Did I want to talk about fantasy? I guess so. Yes, very quickly. Yes. Who won? The winner is Jocelyn. Jocelyn wins again. Oh, that's so good. This week was super, super close. Um, well, actually, it didn't end up being that close. But Who was second place? Sarah Poe was second place. Congratulations, Sarah Poe. Hey. Jocelyn did amazing. She picked like three or four. I think she picked four of the people that ended up on the best possible team for the week. Um, she picked Johan. She picked Blake Trinsky. She picked Dalila. And Claudia also um, was like tied with Hayesok here at the end. So she picked four of the people that ended up there. Uh, there were also quite a few people that picked uh, themselves and did extremely well, but just the other picks let them down. Um, no. Uh, Rogers picked himself and he, uh, he nailed it. Uh, he had a great week. Um, Fruity here. Who's uh, Fruity? Fruity picked some players. I don't want to I don't want to uh, blow these people up. Oh, okay. Sarah Poe, did you pick yourself? You pick, you picked your your husband who had a great week but you couldn't get enough. Man, you picked a good team. Thank you. I think it's just the $5 player might be might be tough. Might be tough to do it with the $5 I'm, player now. I'm trying to get in your pants. Oh. And I figure well, that'll work if you bet on me. Yeah, I figure you are the head of this website. So uh, you, look. you know what would really help if you won some friggin' money? So <laughs> they, you know what? I would have won money one day, one year, one time, but for the Quentin Stollery messing up my alley home. Oh run. yeah, that's right. We took that home run from alley. Um, also, I've updated some of the values here. You can see uh, if you want to know if you're uh, now a six dollar player. There's a couple more six dollar players. I, I don't understand the algorithm I built to make this happen. It's like a black box, like AI. <laughs> it's not AI. What if your algorithm like? What if it took over the world? Sentient. <laughs> what if my sorting algorithm took over the world? <laughs> not gonna happen. Uh, anyway, so check out the fantasy. Um, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, and you can see if you're doing well or if your friends are doing well. Uh, and you know, great. Uh, Blake was really good. Olivia was really good. Brittany was really good. Johan, Matt Frizzicaro, Dalila. Uh, lots of really good players in there. Sarah, I think that's it. I think, I can't imagine very many people are left listening. Can we give him a little treat? We got a little treat? I think we did with the talk about Kyle and his raw dog in. Anyway. All right. Awesome. Great. Uh, Sarah, I think that's it. And that's your weekly ball movement. <laughs> Is that, is that right?
Are you driving a new 